Spinderella cut it up one time. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Hey guys, welcome back to It's Steamy. On this episode, we will be discussing everything that there is to know about STDs and generally all the types of majorly known diseases. To name a few. It's steamy, we're informative. We are. This episode is not going to be fun. It's not going to be too I mean, it's steamy. It's you and me, yeah, true. Well, actually, <laughs> I have a couple of stories to tell. But you know, it's steamy. We were all for the steamy content, but being safe about your steamy content. True. Maybe that's where we should start, knowing your status. Yeah. So it is recommended in the gay community, at least where I get tested, that you get tested quarterly. So that's every three months. Okay, and that makes sense. If you're more active, I suggest, you know... Maybe like once, like every month. month. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, to your own discretion, you need to know. So STDs don't come up until, like, three to four weeks after. Sometimes you're asymptomatic as well. Like, you would never even know that you're sick. And especially if you're having sex, actively having sex, then maybe you should know your status. And even if you're not willing to share it with your other partner, at least you should know it for your own mental health. I mean... Full disclosure, and this is how I feel about full disclosure about things, is um, if you know you have something... You should share it with your sexual partner. Yeah, that's transmittable. Mm, true. So, like, if this person is at risk for getting it, they should know, or you should be more vocal about it. If there are no risks, like, let's say you're undetectable, or, you know, you're just not able to transmit the disease that you have, then you're fine, I guess. But... If you know that this can be transmitted to a high percentage, like, you know, like over, I would say one to five percent over, (laughs) you should be disclosing that with your partner because that's just like, I wouldn't want to be in a situation where like, I didn't know, you didn't know. And then like, now you have to comb through who you hooked up with to find out or figure out what resources to even reach out to, to find a way to either prevent it or find treatment. Mm-hmm. It's a whole process that could honestly be avoided had you gone through the right channels. And if you had been vocal, like, give that person the opportunity to make the decision for themselves. True. So, one of the options in the gay community mm-hmm. is to be on PrEP. Okay. So, PrEP is basically a pill that you take each day, and it prevents you from Contract- contracting diseases, mm-hmm. um, well, specifically so- HIV. I don't think it, it's only for HIV. It's yeah. not for anything else. Yeah. So. so my question when we were discussing this prior with Charles was, is there something for females? And we learned that there is, and it's basically prep for women as well. Yeah. It's women not... Women can take prep. Right. Um, they recommend uh, certain demographics to take prep. So specifically women of color, um, because we are more at risk for contracting HIV. So if like most, I would say like if your partner is HIV positive, 
um, and you're in a long-term relationship with them, you should be on PrEP so that you don't contract HIV. It could also be if you are... It could also be if you are having an open relationship. But if you're having an open relationship, most open relationships, um, people are vocal. So you're not having an open relationship with, like, free reigns. Like, you're not just like, oh, today I'm going to sleep with John, Dick, and Sally. And then go back home with my <laughs> What partner. if that sounds like a gay movie? <laughs> but you're not just going to go back to your partner and be like, oh, how was your day? I just went to the farmer's market and came <laughs> back. Like, no. Like, most open relationships, they are vocal about who they're sleeping with, what they're doing. Because that keyword is open. So open communication. True. True, true. Um, but I would say for PrEP, like, if you are with a partner who is HIV positive, you should be on PrEP. And then also, if you just actively have partners that are more susceptible for HIV, like, let's say you're in... I, I wouldn't even know the word for it. What is it that you're trying to say? Because, like, they recommend it for transgender people, mm. for, for people in the LGBTQ+. Community. Um, I feel like it's, I don't know if it's a misconception or whatnot, because when you think of straight people, like, yeah, there are guys who are womanizers in the sense that, like, go out and sleep with Sally, Susan B, Anthony, oh, and <laughs> I should not say that word. Sally, Susan, and we were Sherry. About, we were talking about this earlier, like, if, what, what, what were you, so we were saying earlier that men are the ones that transmit HIV. So they're the holders. Mm -hmm. So in college, I learned that, um, well, I probably knew before, but like it was buried in the back of my head. But I lived with a lesbian and she is not he. But when he was a lesbian, he was telling me that the risk for STDs or anything is lower in same-sex female mm -hmm. relationships than they are in male male because men, men are the holders okay but what men about what about when it is like via your mouth can't you contract like herpes if you typically have sex with only women and you are a woman your your chances of getting are very low are super low because the vagina is self-cleaning so if you're thinking about being a lesbian bisexual here's your sign <laughs> if you're curious try it because um long term <laughs> yeah it's only in the sense of that you're only having sex with women if you are bisexual and you have sex with both just 50 percent chance with a bisexual woman and a lesbian woman like those dynamics you're likely to get something and then there are diseases that are dormant like mm. that they don't come up like you can test and they so like something happens with your immune system it doesn't come up right so, you won't know what's compromised until you do get tested well you can get tested but it's dormant so you wouldn't know it's oh no so then how would you know unless there's a compromising something something happens. else happens yeah something else could happen you can get another infection stress can make it not like you know active again and then gotcha so, you guys, we're going to go over the generally known, well-known diseases that are, like, such as chlamydia, HPV, syphilis, HIV, gonorrhea, crabs. What was the other one you said? Trick? Trick. It's some, there's, like, a scientific name, but I cannot say it today. Long-ass word. Herpes. 
And all of this, majority of it, can be prevented by using condoms, exhibit one. Two would be preventative care, such as being on PrEP, if it fits your lifestyle, honestly, depending how often you have sex, or oral sex, or anal sex, or... Oh, we just want to be clear, PrEP is only for one disease, so... True. It doesn't prevent from... But for me, not to say that the rest is not something that I think about, but HIV is a, is something that I do think about a lot mm-hmm. because it is something that is like always proclaimed in the gay community that it's like the one thing that you have to watch out for, mm-hmm. you know, so. But do you want to go over some of the symptoms? Symptoms. We can, we can. Let me get out my trusty notepad, notepad and notes. Okay. You guys ready? Oop, nope wrong application all right so the first one on my trusty list hmm. oh sorry you guys i was reading really in depth on all of this shit and i clicked on a different link so we gotta go back so let's start with one that we probably would know chlamydia chlamydia is the most common it is <laughs> chlamydia is the most common std out there most young adults our age get chlamydia. I lived a very sheltered lifestyle, mm-hmm. did not, was not educated on any of this. Chlamydia is a very common STD and it's probably, in my opinion, the grossest because of the symptoms, like vaginal fluid wise or oh my god, penal fluid wise. Oh my god. Alright, so when symptoms do develop, they often include pain or discomfort during Swelling. sex or urination, green or yellow discharge from the penis or vagina, mm-hmm. pain in the lower abdomen. If left untreated, chlamydia can lead to... PID. Oh, you're right. Pelvic inflammatory disease. Yep. Infertility. Yep. Infection of the urethra. It leads you open to Testicles. It really does. It does. So it says, if a pregnant woman has untreated chlamydia, she can pass it to her baby during birth. The baby may develop pneumonia eye infections, and blindness. OMG! This is a lot. That, that is... It has to be like one of the worst. But it is treatable. Alright, the next one is HPV. HPV, also another common STD. It can be passed from one person to the next person yes. through intimate skin-to-skin sexual contact. So condoms actually don't prevent HPV. The most common symptom of HPV HPV is warts on the genitals, mouth, H-H-H-I-P. or throat. Yep. And have you heard that if you get HIV, HIV, HPV. HPV and you like do oral on someone who has HPV, there has been studies to show that the warts cause cancer. Oh my god, are you reading from the article I'm reading right now? I'm telling you. That was literally the next thing. Yep. So it can cause oral cancer, cervical cancer, mm-hmm. vulvar cancer, penile cancer, and rectal cancer. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. HPV is also very common STD. The next one on the list is syphilis. Syphilis. It's a bacterial infection. It often goes unnoticed Old in its time. early stages. <laughs> Symptoms can include a rash, fatigue, fever, headaches, joint pain, weight loss, hair loss, and if left untreated, it can be loss of vision, loss of hearing, memory loss, mental illness, infections of the brain or spinal cord, heart disease, and or death. <laughs> Syphilis is like a super common, well, it was super common like way back in like Roman times. Really? Yeah, and even when like, um, I'm trying to think. Julius Caesar. 
trying to think of the time frame. Cleopatra. Like, they say that Henry Tudor oh. died. Syphilis? Because he had syphilis. Wow. I've heard that. And a lot of other kings died because they had syphilis. They say he went crazy because of the syphilis. Mm, that would make sense. Because, you know, the beheading of... True, true. The next one on the list is HIV, which can damage the immune system, raise the risk of contracting other viruses or bacterias, and developing certain cancers. If left untreated, it can lead to stage 3 HIV, known as AIDS. So, for example, some early symptoms that you can self-diagnose, if you will, could be fever, chills, aches and pains, swollen lymph nodes, sore throat, headache, nausea, rashes, other people may develop non-specific symptoms such as recurrent, reoccurrent fatigue, fevers, headaches, and stomach issues. Ooh, yeah, stomach that sounds like sounds like me after <laughs> after some pasta. Some dairy. That's <laughs> relatable to literally everyone. The next one on the list, you guys, is gonorrhea. Is another common bacterial STD. It's also known as the clap. The clip. <laughs> Not there's the clap y'all want to get. Super no. So like over what is the that? years, like the last two or three years, gonorrhea has actually mutated <laughs> just like COVID. Oh my god. And it's resistant, antibiotic resistant. Come through Delta Gamma. <laughs> Why does that sound like a fraternity? <laughs> I just realized. Oh my god. Well, COVID is a little, like Delta is a little, and then Gamma, gamma is, is like. <laughs> Well, petite and voluptuous. Alright, so the clap is many people with gonorrhea develop no symptoms. Yeah. Oh my god, that's scary. Asymptomatic, dormant. But when the present symptoms may include a white, yellow, beige, or green colored discharge from the penis or vagina. So it's similar to chlamydia then in that sense. Sort of similar, yeah. Pain, discomfort during sex or urination, more frequent urination than usual, itching around the genitals. Sore throat. Wait, should I go see it? No, doctor. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, infections of the urethra, prostate gland, or testicles, pelvic. Basically, what it's saying, y'all, is if you have any sort of these symptoms, maybe you should go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. Pubic lice, aka crabs. Crabs is another name for pubic lice. They're tiny insects that can lead. What the? This hell? one is a hygiene STD. Yeah, so, just wash yourself. Wash yourself regularly. Use some please. shampoo, some uh, mousse, shave yeah, yourself. Down there, trimmed, and, you know, good to go. We're not saying go completely bald. Yeah, no. You gotta have, like, a landing zone. But, you know, if you want, <laughs> just don't let it get out of control to the point where other creatures can live on you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, no. That's kind of gross. Okay, so the trick, right? It's called trichomonasis, right? I think women suffer from this more. It's called by a, it's caused by a tiny protozoan organism that can be passed from one person to another through genital contact. Mm -hmm. So no sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs> when symptoms do develop, they may include discharge from the vagina or penis, burning or itching around the vagina or penis, pain or discomfort around the urination of sex, Similar to gonorrhea and chlamydia. Frequent ur urination. Oh, and it generally has like an unpleasant or fishy smell. Good to know. And you guys, the last one is herpes. I don't know why I was going to say Hermes, but then, you know, I, I confused herpes the two. Herpes and Hermes, two different 
Oh my god. Okay. So, because I'm going to be like herpes. Okay. Herpes. Herpes is a shortened name for the herpes simplex virus HSV. So there's HIV, HPV, and now there's HSV. One and two. Yeah, you're right. Both can be transmitted sexually. It's very mm -hmm. common SUD. Very common. So is SV1 like the the one that's like... Says it primarily causes oral sore. herpes. Yeah, cold sores. Yeah. So in you your mouth. If you had a cold sore, you have herpes. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> and then two is genital, down south. But it says up here, um, one out of six people ages from 14 to 49 have had herpes in the United States. So be careful. That's insane. And then again, if a pregnant woman has herpes, she can potentially pass it to her fetus. That's crazy, y'all. I'm learning a lot today, honestly. Herpes is one of those ones that you can only manage, too. Like, there's no treatment for herpes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, you guys, are you ready for story time? Story time of Let's uh I don't have any STD story times, but Jared does. <laughs> I've never had an STD in my life. I'm mm. petrified scared of ever getting one. Um I'm divinely protected. Alright, to story time. So what had happened was I was dating Jay back in the day and he says that he did not cheat on me. Swears by it. And sus to me. In fact, here, let me explain a little backstory, right? So, very quickly, we were going to a baby shower, and it was for one of my coworkers. Mm -hmm. Um, She was like, yeah, bring your boyfriend. My best friends at the time were A and J, A and G, and they were in the car with me, and then we were driving to Cooper City-ish area, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, let me go just go pick up, um, let me just go pick up... <laughs> Jay, Jay was like, let me get, go pick up his friend, right, who we were all mutual friends with, and I had introduced them together. So, he picks up this guy who looks like a llama, okay? Let's just go with that. Okay. So, he was not Peruvian, but he looks like a llama. Like the llama crunk. We should watch it later. Okay, so... He goes to pick up Cusco, and Cusco, <laughs> Cusco, um, later ended up dating Jay. They dated for, like, two years. They, like, kno knew each other's birthdays, they knew anniversaries. I remember, um, talking to that one of them on Twitter one day, and I was like, this is past everything. And I was like, you know, like, I, I got an SCD after I dated, dated Jay. And he was like, yeah, like... Um, I think someone got an STD after that, so it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't me bringing it to the relationship. It was someone within that, you know. Mm -hmm. So after all of that happened, um, I think my trust was broken with that. So it was just Stop him for that? no. I we broke up prior to that, and I honestly don't even remember the reason. But oh. we like stayed friends throughout all of that. So, anyways. Me going to the doctor, figuring out the STD situation, it ended up being syphilis. Yeah, I ended up having to get a penicillin shot in my ass. Mind you... Those are the worst. I had strep, and I had to get a penicillin shot. In your butt? In my butt. Okay, but girl, let me explain this. So, they did not give me... They were like, you're going to have to find the penicillin shot if you don't want to get it from us. Um, so then... That doesn't sound 
sound right to me. You should probably sue that doctor. But listen, I was driving all over Pines looking for this shit. Okay? I got my penicillin shot in the emergency room. Listen, I drove... Because one, I didn't have the money to pay for it, and I didn't want to tell my parents. And even when I after I did tell my parents, they were like, you're going to have to fund this by yourself because you put yourself in this position. So wait, so went to the hospital, went to the pill box, went to Walgreens, went to... So I went to the drugstore. Like, I went to the pill box. I went to Memorial within the hospital. I went to... Um, Walgreens. I went. I went to so many different locations looking for penicillin, and at one point I found it at Walgreens, right next to my house. And they were like, "Yeah, we have it, but we have it in powder form. You're gonna have to mix it with something else, and then insert that into the syringe." And then they were like, "You can administer it yourself." And my God forbid I die, like doing something wrong, you know. So then I'm like crying on the phone to like the receptionist. I was like, "I found it." Mind you, I'm like. 19 right i found it but i don't know what to do that she's like you can just bring it back here and like don't worry about it we'll help you with it so i was like how much is that gonna cost because like honestly i had no idea what was going on right so i don't even know where i got the first shot literally i i feel like i went to the drugstore and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna pay like 2.98 for this medication take it back to the doctor's office they did it and they like administered it in my butt right and that was the first shot. So you need two shots, right? So that's like 300 a piece, right? So the second time around, someone, I don't know who I was talking to, but someone was like, you should go to the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. You should go to, it's called the Broward Health in our area. So I was like, okay, let me go to Broward Health. So I went to Broward Health. I was doing like the regular checkup. They were like, yeah, these are your numbers. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, she was like, we can just do the, sec- the second shot here. And I was like, how much is that going to cost? And she's like, it's no cost. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, it's free. That's what I'm saying. You have like a life-threatening disease. It wasn't like something cosmetic that you went to the doctor for or like... Yeah, so when she said... Like you needed that treatment. When she said it was free, my 19-year-old self literally bawled in that office. These poor people were not... (laughs) And even if they were trained to handle shit like that and be therapists to all of us... It was, like, such a moment where I was just like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna be fine. It's not, like, the end of the world. Because when they were, when he was reading out the symptoms, I was like, bro, I could die. Like, I could die right now. Like, it was just insane. Like, you're so dramatic. No, but also, I'm coming from, like, a homophobic family. And so, the whole thing about, like, your body's not pure anymore. We're gonna take you to counseling. You're gonna go to gay conversion therapy, in a way. But then, but then it went to the point where... We went to see the pastor, and that's a whole different story. And he basically told my parents, like, do you want us to go down that route? Do you want Do you want electrotherapy? And my mom was like, no, we don't want that. And my dad was like, he, like, paused. And I was like, what? Why are you pausing? And then he was like, no, we don't want that. And I was like, but you still paused. So, <laughs> what you saying? Well, I just thought I find it shocking that you're primary care yeah doctor i feel like maybe he was just like old school jamaican had no sense of urgency to treat this and mind you the whole time i was dealing with the nurse practitioner he was not even like a care in the world and i remember asking my mom and dad why and they were like oh well you have to understand that he gets a check from every time that you purchase a prescription or you purchase something from his office so he wouldn't ever say hey maybe you should go to this location because it's free because then you're taking away a check from him 
And I was like, damn, that's really fucked up because you're basically, I mean, that's literally sometimes all the medical thing is, is like you're capitalizing on people's misfortune. change primary care physicians because she literally, my dad was deployed at the time and I went in there because for some reason during this time in my life, I was getting like tonsillitis and strep a lot. Mm -hmm. So I went in there for like to check if I had tonsillitis or strep and she literally would not see me until my insurance was like covered mm. so like at the time i didn't have my regular insurance i had military insurance mm -hmm. um so it was a little bit longer processing mm -hmm. if anyone's ever had tricare you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. um but she literally was like oh well, we can't see you today and mind you i felt like my airways were closing yeah and so i literally got it figured out it's like, she would you rather be signing my autopsy report or prescripting, prescribing so drugs? I dealt with the nurse practitioner instead of the doctor, and she's the one who swabbed me. She's the one who was like, do you need this for your pain then? Mm -hmm. Same. The doctor, after she realized the insurance, because like, I guess TRICARE is a little difficult to use, but it's pretty good insurance. Um, when she realized what kind of insurance I had, she was like, oh, let me do a small exam on you. I was like, can you get away from me? Yeah, she literally tried to come touch me with no gloves. Oh, hell no. Um, like, do you know your job? I'm sorry, but like, I don't know. In the middle of the hallway was like, open up. Uh -uh. Let me see. And I'm like, uh. I can't do it. And I looked at her like she was fucking crazy. Really, so, can you at least get like a little, you know, wooden thing to put down my throat? I was throat? like, no, the nurse practitioner already examined me. I have my prescription. I'm just going to go. That's what I came here to see if I needed antibiotics or not. And I'm done. And I literally walked out of there. I've never gone back. Because she was such a bitch. I never went back after that. I actually did go back just once to, like, I never went back to see him. But I went back with a Starbucks gift card. Five dollars, you know, basic, but gets the point across to the receptionist that helped me, that literally helped me as I was crying on the phone, mm -hmm. um, and to the nurse practitioner, because, like, at the end of the day, you guys, like, those are the people that literally, like, make a mark on your life. Like, I still remember this story, and it happened maybe, like, five years ago, you know, which is insane, because he could have treated the situation in a different light. I literally was like, I'm a student. I don't make bank. I make $300 bi-weekly you know mm -hmm. like help me show me like resources okay, or something some bedside manner okay honestly i can't believe that he would not you know market as emergency use in like the insurance company or um, been like hey go to the hospital pay the 25 dollars co-payment whatever and get a penicillin shot because i've got a penicillin shot in the er mm -mm. for strep not even for an std for strep throat yeah. In my ass. And then that ended up not even being the penicillin shot I needed. I needed oral penicillin. Oh my god. Liquid. Well, at least it worked like double, you know. No, I ended up. Oh my god, wait. Come to think about it now. Did I take. No, I did have the second shot because they were like, you already had the first shot in liquid. You have to have the second one too. But I do have oral penicillin. Just yeah. realized. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Because I think you take that for like 15 days or yeah, something like that. 15 days. It's like 10 to 15 days, something like that. But that's how crazy it is, you guys. Like Twice a day for 15 days. Okay, so I'm going to give you the information. If you need it, honestly, even for STD testing, just like all that stuff, literally, for free, you honestly, 
I don't even think you need your ID, but I think just for them to see that it's like you to make your file or whatever. So it's Broward Wellness Center. They have like multiple different locations throughout South Florida. Um, I generally go to the one in Fort Lauderdale. I just like their staff. Super professional, like really great. You can literally call the phone number and for like the AIDS Healthcare Foundation because that's what funds the Broward Wellness Center. Um, and they're just super great people. They'll literally help you through anything. They will contact, like they will give you information and they'll also help you, help connect you to medical professionals who actually know their shit. So go get tested, kids. Literally. Don't be spreading around venereal diseases. Just yeah. know your status. Yeah. And don't go breeding. And if you're gay, you know what that means. It means when you have sex with no condom. Oh, okay. What did you think it meant? So, <laughs> my god, oh my god, it's not COVID, I swear. Breeding is like, basically, in our terminology, it's like when you go to, like, okay, that's what we call you guys. A man and a woman who breeds children, who makes children, who makes the offspring. Breeders. Y'all are breeders. It's like the dog, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Offensive. Well, sorry. Sorry, you see it that way. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, a Kim K. It was like, oh, where Kourtney Kardashian was like... I just won't make those jokes around you because obviously you can't handle it. <laughs> but, but yeah, no. Like, basically, the point of the story is we're all supportive of living your best life. Mm -hmm. Pop that pussy back. Right. Hook up with who you want. And if anything, just get a toy. Bottom with who you want. Revert back to episode six. But make sure you are using protection, you are using discretion, and that you know your status. Yeah. If something looks off, or feels off, something's most likely off. I'm all about listening to your intuition. Mm -hmm. And you know your body. Yeah. You know, you know what's good, what's not good, what you're able to handle. And sometimes you're like, hey, that spot's not, like, wasn't there before. That lump wasn't there before. Honestly, just, like, check yourself. Because, like, it also comes down to the cancers, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. if you think that you were itching a couple of weeks ago, and then now you're, like feeling an abdominal pain or you're tired or you've been sick for way too long just like go check it out and honestly what is the harm in knowing like what's actually wrong it's with you it's better to know than not to know it's better to know early on because than not to know later on ignore it it will make you suffer and like worse. for me it's like the fact of not knowing is what scares me the most because mm -hmm. I just ponder that all these other ideas but also don't be a hypochondriac don't self-diagnose yeah please don't do that just get just tested. get in your fucking car yeah get a friend with you honestly if you need to sometimes back in the day I used to be like come on you guys this is what we're doing today honestly you guys they also do close by 5 p.m. so try to get in there at like at least 4 15 four o'clock if that's the latest that you can get off work just be like hey i have a doctor to visit no one's gonna generally people are not gonna be like you can't leave because of doctor's visit and they're closed on saturdays and sundays i believe too so you have to do this during the week but honestly get your friends in the car go get the shit done and then go for a drink after because you get, did that shit be responsible so you guys that is all we have for this episode it's not that steamy but it's steamy because <laughs> It's Dini. <laughs> really supports safe sex. <laughs> it took me a minute to say that, but yes, we do. We really do. <laughs> Back in the day, I had my breeding fine. Oh, no. <laughs>
And I got a penicillin <laughs> shot in the ass. So just take that. Just take the shot. Learn from my mistakes, please. Okay, so that's all. Bye, guys. We'll see you in the next one.